just by simply acknowledging that there are no rules. You don't have to take on stuff that's was never meant to be yours and that you are allowed to live in your greatness. You are allowed to really step into the fullness of that vision of that embodied woman and man or man who expresses themselves like you're, you're allowed to have it all, but can we just peel back the layers so you can have a lighter load as you journey to that place? It's the genius Hello and welcome back to the Genius Portal podcast. I'm getting used to saying that. I'm loving being here and I am super excited to welcome Mel Partinen to the podcast today. Mel is one of our core team members at the Genius Portal. She is our lady of sensuality. She is the life of the party and the most fun you've ever had on a Zoom call. Mel, do you want to say hi? Hi, everyone. Um, Yeah, excited to be here. Excited to bring the buzz, the magic, the Mel magic here from the Genius Portal podcast. You are definitely the buzz. So Mel, I am starting a tradition where I ask everybody who comes onto the podcast what their genius is. So let's start there. What is your genius? My genius is um, not only unfurling myself into a deeper form of self-expression, um, but also guiding others there. And I think that's why I um, really fit in really nicely with Central Essence and the uh, the mission piece in there um but yeah it's just to my genius is helping myself and the world explore more of the fullness of who they are and to really find the richness and the joy of life and really soak all of that up yeah yeah I think one of my favorite things about your genius is how you can make any conversation fun like you could be talking about the most serious thing and you hold reverence for it you're present to it you allow the emotion and then still somehow it feels fun still somehow it feels like a weight lifts off the density of whatever is being shared and I think that's a real gift that you have Thank you. Well, it's going to make for a nice time for this podcast episode. (laughs) For sure. That's a handy, handy genius skill that we have here. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. So I would love to start by, I'd love to introduce Sensual Essence today. We haven't spoken about Sensual Essence on the podcast yet. So even saying the name, even reading that in the headline, of today's episode, I'm sure there are people who are like, what's that? What are they talking about? But I would love for you to start sharing with us by saying what sensual essence used to mean to you 
and if you can share a little bit of your journey as to what it means to you today. Oh, okay, cool. So essential essence. Um, used to feel like before I came across this work, before I journeyed with um, essential essence, it felt like a this magical, elusive uh, thing that some people had and some people didn't. And it was just this like magnetizing force that um, people just express themselves through. And I um, was always in awe of people who were really like connected into their own sensual essence, their essence expression and could really, you could really feel the beauty, but also the power that they held in how they moved themselves not only through their heart to the world, but also through their sexuality um, and their creativity. And yeah, it was always something that I admired in people, was often intimidated by it as well. And yeah, there was also that um, separation piece of like me not feeling like I fit into that crowd, but also desiring to be in it, but just not actually... (sighs) having the resources or the tools to help me bridge into that space. Um, Yeah. But as I stumbled upon sensual essence um, after I met Ellie, um, my whole world just opened up. I had some big, big shifts in this space in regards to like what my sensual essence is along with journeying with this program. And for me now, after journeying with this, space for like three years now like sensual essence for me means returning to the fullness of who you are allowing yourself to feel so comfortable to exude the natural power and presence and like beauty that exists um that comes from your sensuality that comes from you being fully present in the moment that comes with you actually taking time to activate your full body to receive the world or to receive your partner or to receive yourself inside and outside the bedroom. Sensual essence really is like such a way of life in the sense it's not just stuff that happens in the bedroom. It's literally how you touch and how you interact with your whole world. And you can tell when people are connected to this space because they just have that thing that you notice when they walk down the street or how they hold themselves themselves in a group and it's just like wow there's something here and it's freaking beautiful um so yeah Mm, that was beautiful to listen to I would love to hear about one or even a couple of those big shift moments that you just touched on if you don't mind divulging us in a little bit more detail of your journey of course I always love a good story time so everyone buckle yourselves in um but I have had so many wins through sensual essence and I feel like there's always like this next layer of the onion that comes with all of them once you think you've gotten somewhere there's just another tier but some of the biggest wins that I actually had very early on was actually um 
realizing, and it, it might not sound like a win, but it's actually realizing the disconnect that I actually had from my body. It's like often we can be so in denial or so naive in how we've uh, betrayed ourselves basically, you know, and we can't like be too harsh on ourselves. Like we don't really have a, like a really hearty encompassing like sexual education, or at least that wasn't my experience. And like when I first started doing this work, one of the first things I realized is how shut down I was and it was painful. And it just made me realize that all those things along my sensuality and my sexual journey with or without partners that, you know, at, at the time and in the moment, um, they felt off, but I didn't know why. Suddenly when I started doing this work, I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder I felt like shit when this happened because I was completely betraying myself. I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't allowing myself to make choices from a space of a full yes. I was entering situations where like I wasn't fully on board, but I had this thing in my head that I needed to please the other person or this is just how society operated. Um, So it was really, really powerful for me to actually start listening to my body and um, coming back into that relationship of love and reverence and respect for my body and for my heart and really asking for uh, forgiveness, but also asking for that fresh start of like, I just want to honor the fuck out of you. And I want to respect you and I want to listen to you. And I don't want to enter situations anymore where it feels like I'm going to betray myself or my heart. Um, so that was one that was super, super big. Um, and then another one that was huge for me was actually being able to, um, move past body shame. Like we don't have a specific module about this, but this was sort of, I feel like we're in these dense topics, but it's just so true for what was initially like the big, big wins for me was actually realizing that, you know, I held so much shame around my body and it was dense and it was heavy and it was, um, things that, really disconnected me from a myself but also be others um to a very extreme degree and like once we started doing this work and once we started really unpacking shame as a concept like I realized that all these feelings that I had about myself they just simply they really weren't true but these were just really intense mental constructs that I had in my head and like I didn't but also constructs that had been given down to me through my family, through the society, through the culture that I lived in. And it was just like, wow, I actually don't have to feel this way about myself. Like I can actually choose to embrace my body and defy beauty standards or defy um, those comments or criticisms that I had when I were younger and just love myself. And the thing is, when you start loving yourself in that way, when you start letting go of the shame and just stepping into your natural body with your natural resonance and really expressing yourself like that love that you have for yourself makes you 10 times more beautiful and more open and more attractive to the world and to people. 
But when you're riddled in this like shame that you have about yourself, you're very like tight and constricted and small in your energy and you're just not showing up in the way that I know you'd love to. So those were two of the biggest wins that I had at the start of my journey for sure. I have so many questions about both of those. It's the best. I love that. I literally started by saying that part of your gift is talking about density, but it's still feeling light and fun. And that's exactly where we've just gone. And it's so true. Um, So I want to come back to the body shame piece because I feel like that's a huge conversation in and of itself. I'm just going to rewind back to listening to the body more, which is the first kind of the gift that you spoke of from your first shift for someone who feels like they would love to start listening to their body more today. Like maybe there's a listener who can relate to that story that you shared and doesn't really know where to start. Or maybe they have a son or a daughter who they would love to empower, but they don't really know the tools to, to share with them or yeah, we don't know the dynamics of our listeners to be fair, but what would you recommend as a way to just get started listening to your body more? Great question. Um, I think the first thing that I would recommend is for you to get comfortable um, sitting on things. And I don't mean literally, but be get more comfortable having a pause in the conversation in terms of when you are getting towards more steamier situations or anything else um, that's related to things that are important to you. Get comfortable with having a pause and get comfortable with checking in with yourself. And what I love to do if I'm checking in with a decision or checking in with a potential lover, like am I really turned on for this? Is this really a full body? Yes. I love to check in with my my heart and I also love to check in with my sex center and I love to check in with like my my spirit or my consciousness so it's basically these kind of uh, three areas of my body that when they are all like aligned for something they'll they'll let me know if it's a yes or not so I like to um, and if you're not sure how to do this basically it's just choose to pause, choose to sink into your own energy. We're sort of going into like a bit of a meditation, but just really choose to be of service to yourself and, you know, connect to your intuition and just like ask your heart, hey, um, is it true for me to be um, connecting with this lover from my heart? And then you'd also ask your sex center, which is like your womb space, ladies, for you, or if you're a man, like your 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 testes and um, the area of life force down there, and just ask yourself, am I is it am I turned on for this? Is this something that you know inspires a drive for me? And then you can also check in with your spirit or your consciousness and just ask, like, hey, um yeah, is this a true action for me? But just get comfortable having a pause, get comfortable not letting go of your will or just get comfortable listening to yourself. But 
I think the best one is to check in with your heart first and build that relationship. I feel people mostly know what you're going to reference when you refer to the heart. Um, But yeah, get comfortable pausing, but also understand that like, especially for sex, if you're experiencing like pain in any way, shape or form, whether you're self-pleasuring or whether you're being intimate with a partner, like if you're experiencing pain, get comfortable pausing or get comfortable uh, being able to vocalize that you might need a moment to pause and like reconnect heart to heart because your body is super intuitive. Your body is always communicating with you. So whether it's like an illness about something or pain or discomfort, it's like your body trying to say like, Hey, can you look at this? Or can you spend more time with me before you go and overexert yourself in one space? Um, So yeah, that's what I would offer. I love it. I remember when I first started to use that tool of checking in with these different parts of myself and also pausing. Like I love the way that you just articulated that. And I remember how edgy it used to feel. I used to be so scared of the rejection or, you know, someone thinking that I was ridiculous or weird or I mean you name it I was pretty scared of it I was pretty timid (laughs) but um yeah and I actually never ever had a scenario with any lover or even any friends because I used to practice this with friends before lovers because I found the idea of doing this with a lover and pausing and checking in or sharing how I was feeling in these different spaces just so foreign to my current experience at that time. And so I started practicing this with friends. And if we were like going to go somewhere or want to hang out or even watch a movie, even pick chocolate for our movie night, like I started really practicing checking in with my body and, and using these tools. And slowly but surely it began to normalize. And I can remember just being shocked every single time I did use these tools with a lover or I did use these tools around intimacy rather than, you know, more mundane things like what chocolate am I going to eat while I watch this movie? Um, I was just so shocked by the openness of people and so shocked by the space that was created for connection. And it really taught me how much I had been disconnecting from the people I'd been doing these most intimate things with, these most intimate acts that I'd actually been creating this disconnection by not fully sharing what's going on in my heart, by not fully sharing my vision for what that interaction would mean, right? Which could go in any direction. Like I noticed the disconnect of actually if I didn't want anything to come of the interaction, not sharing that with them first, And even the disconnection of, well, my heart's more invested here than I expected. Like maybe I want some more aftercare or maybe I, you know, I do have a curiosity of where this relationship could go in terms of commitment. And I wouldn't voice that. I wouldn't. But once I started to, it was incredible, the shifts, and I never experienced anyone shutting me down or not being open to the conversation, which was really beautiful. Like even the first couple times I was with lovers 
and I'd be so nervous. I'd be like, I have to do this. It's my homework. I'm sorry. I know it's weird. And I'd be like putting all these pre-conversation kind of disclaimers in and they'd be so open and so relaxed and so like, yeah, tell me what's going on. And then I was so consumed with my own fear, my own anxiety of saying these things out loud that I wouldn't even ask them if they wanted to. And they'd be like, can I share back? And I'd just be like (laughs) knocked off my socks, like so shocked and like, oh yeah, amazing. Um, And the first couple people that I did this with were men. And those who know me intimately will know that I love people not particular bodies or genders. So I love also about this tool that this just works for anybody, literally in anybody relating with anybody or gender. It's not, it only works for women or it only works for men or it only works in heterosexual relationships. Like this works to support connection with anybody. And I just love it. So thanks so much for, bringing that pause into the conversation, Mel, because it can feel really edgy, hey? It's like creating tension for yourself to sit in. 100%. And I have very similar experiences of like having to have that pre-conversation conversation, especially because sometimes you feel like you're like half undressed when you remember, oh, I should pause and check in. But I have also found like when I've offered for the men in my life um, to – um, also feedback to me what and check in with themselves like it's just allowed such a beautiful like gentleness and hardiness and that's some, not necessarily something I feel that they themselves get to express so I get it's really beautiful for me to fill their hearts to a deeper layer as well as well as to like express mine and it just feels like the connection is so much more beautiful like whatever it is, whether it is sexual, whether it's just like a life relationship that you have with a friend. It's just when we get to peel back the layers and check in with ourselves and then communicate from that space, like I feel like we just build authentic relationships and that's just the best. It's liberating. And those moments where... I can only speak for myself, but where I was afraid of saying something like what's really obvious to me now is I was carrying shame. Like I was ashamed of what was coming up for me. I was ashamed of having to have a conversation and not being the woman who was immediately open, immediately juicy, immediately ready to go, immediately ready to say yes to anything that was thrown in my direction because that was really what was celebrated in my culture. And I mean, at this time I was at university, I was at college, um, we partied a lot, we drank a lot. And when I think about it now, it's um, really unhealthy lifestyle. But yeah, I was ashamed of not just being the everything girl, of not just being willing and ready to do everything. And I think that ties us beautifully back to what you started sharing around body shame earlier, let's bring the conversation back there. And, you know, you mentioned that we don't have a module specific to body shame. And so if you haven't put the pieces together yet, Sensual Essence is a curriculum. It's an online course. 
um, and a workshop. And even though I feel like the first module isn't strictly about body shame, it is about releasing the shackles of shame, right? And almost everyone that I've witnessed in their journey has had a journey with some specific body shame parts and also just societal shame. It's like there's this intensity of not being the image of man or woman that we've been painted as the right image to be. Can you comment on that a little bit? Yeah, it's like I think everyone's kidding themselves if they haven't had one small or one large amount of body shame in their whole entire life. Like it's like – and it's ingrained from so early. I remember – I think it was like being in year five, which is maybe if I'm like 10 or 11 years old and, you know, for um, uh, PE or for sport, they used to do like a health checkup and used to um, do height and weight. And I remember being, um, yeah, one of the like heaviest um, girls in um, my year group. And it wasn't like I was really really overweight at all it was just that I was tall but I felt so much shame and I was always crippled or self-conscious that I was always slightly bigger than my friends or I was always crippled and always self-conscious that like um you know I had uh different skin discoloration on different parts of my bodies and it just ruined me and my like freedom of expressing myself and um Yeah, I just, yeah, I just noticed that again, like you said, Ali, it's like there's, there's so many layers to shame. And once we start unpacking Pandora's box, it just all flies out and you're like, oh, I have this big bag of treasures that I now have to carry with me or to release. And it's part of the the beauty of like going through um, this shame piece that we delve into, into sensual essence is you get to see how much you're carrying and you'll be very fucking surprised at how much there is and how much is coming from different directions, internal, external. And you're like, great. Now that it's all on the table, I get to choose what I take with me now and I can take all of it or I can take none of it. And it's really my choice. Um, because a lot of the stuff that we do with all of the stuff in the genius portal, like it's awareness. We're not trying to teach you or show you anything that you don't know. We're just bringing stuff into your awareness so you can make powerful choices for yourself. So you can be the creator of the life of your dreams. You can be the creator of you stepping fully into your essence um, just by simply acknowledging that there are no rules you don't have to take on stuff that's was never meant to be yours and that you are allowed to live in your greatness you are allowed to really step into the fullness of that vision of that embodied woman and man or man who expresses themselves like you're you're allowed to have it all but can we just peel back the layers so you can have a lighter load as you journey to that place Mm. That's so well articulated. 
It's so true. You can have it all. And there is a level of awareness that is required in order to have it all, you know, seemingly effortlessly. I mean, it's not, it's not like it's not effort to be doing the work, to be conscious of what messages you're giving your body or what messages you're even giving the world through who you're being. But what I notice is the more that I do this work, and I mean, I've been doing this for a few years now, the more that I do it, the more that I commit to living intuitively, the more that I commit to listening to my body, the more that I stay connected to my heart and and live a direct correlation to that or live a direct expression of that, the more that I can't fathom choosing anything else. Like I can't fathom not listening to my heart. I can't fathom not checking in with my body. And that's not to say that I'm perfect or that I have a 100% strike rate or anything like that. But just the more that I do it, it's like my power is so centered in my heart now from so many actions and so many of those edgy, uncomfortable moments that actually now what feels edgy and uncomfortable is to not check in. Now what feels edgy and uncomfortable is to ignore a conversation or to not show up in my intimacy for my own heart. And it's a different type, it's a different flavor of uncomfortability. It's it's more like it just feels like something I'm not willing to do. And it's really beautiful to be there because I was definitely not where I started my journey from. <sighs> so speaking of starting journeys, Mel, can you remember how you felt coming to your very first Central Essence workshop. You were one of the first people to do the workshop and hallelujah, got to do it in person before coronavirus happened. Um, can you remember like what it felt like coming to that first one? I was pretty like intimidated. I was pretty scared because I knew Ellie had done a lot of this like sacred sexuality work and was like a very like orgasmic woman naturally. And I was not at the time at all. I was a very repressed, very prudish young lady. And yeah, I was curious, but I also felt like really out of my depth. Um, And it was just really interesting to see I think there was about six people who did that workshop live and I did it with one of my good friends as well. And it was just very, very interesting to see that although we both hadn't done this work at all, like our experiences were completely different. And I think, yeah, the biggest things that came through for me on that, that round, that workshop that you were talking about is, um, I was realizing my shame and I was really realizing my disconnect and like I had some wins about being able to share my shame like intimately um, with one of the people in the group and to build safety and connection with that. That felt like so connecting for us as friends, but also I realized my disconnect in the sense of like we're doing all these meditations and connecting to our our inner flame for the first time, which is like our 
a tool we use to activate your sexual energy. And I'm just realizing that my pathways in my body are like old, disconnected. They don't want to connect with each other because they're really pissed off that I haven't been listening to myself for a very long time. And then I have my friend in the corner almost having full-bodied orgasms just from meditating. And I'm just like, holy cow, this world is wild and beautiful. And it was, although I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to have the experience that my friend did. I was like, how powerful is it to is it to connect to your sexual energy I mean if this is what you can happen while you're meditating imagine what would happen when you're actually connecting with a lover or connecting with yourself and actually like physically moving your body as well like what would life be like what would self-pleasure look like with that so I was just really in awe of it but also like oh my god holy hell where am I (laughs) I remember that share circle. It was so beautiful to be able to journey with such an intimate group as well. And, you know, it's so interesting actually hearing your perspective of me in that time and about how naturally orgasmic I was. And it's just true that I wasn't naturally orgasmic because I'd always been that way. I was naturally orgasmic because I had remembered my nature, right? And been through all of that shame stuff and and just worked through so much. I've always been super sensitive, but it wasn't always pleasurable. So it was a really big distinction for me. And and it's really cool actually reflecting that that's um, the perspective held on me too, because there's definitely a time where that wouldn't have been. But I think my favorite thing about the live events, about the live journeys, about the online course and about this community is normalizing the conversation. And you just shared like you were able to speak about your shame. You were able to raise your voice really, but create safety doing that and to be in a a beautiful container where you can do that. Something magic happens when you're able to normalize these conversations. And I think that's one of the biggest gifts of the central essence space so I would love to know unless you want to did you want to comment on that no I was like that was probably one of the most magical moments because when you're connecting and when you're sharing about these things you're realizing that the other person has held probably similar things too and it's just like but you're looking at this person with so much like love from your heart and you're like oh my goodness, why would you think that about yourself? You're like such an incredible person. And it's just like you're realizing how daft or how silly or how big you've made these things or how you've turned um, molehills into mountains. And it was just one of the most connecting experiences I've ever had because it, it just dissolved all that separation and isolation and that voicelessness that I'd held for so many years throughout my teenagehood and young adulthood and it was just like wow it's safe or wow like it's it's okay and that was just such a huge shift for me isn't it 
amazing too, like for anyone who's ever been to any workshop, any women's circle, any men's circle, I'm sure you know there is something in the air at events like that where you always end up partnered with or sitting across from or sitting next to the person that holds the exact medicine that you need or the person that you intimately share with and they just go, me too, or they have the exact piece of wisdom to be able to love and accept you in that space. It is uncanny. (laughs) There should be a name for that. I mean, it's synchronistic, right? But yeah, I've never been to any event where that's not been the case for every single person in the room. It's super beautiful. I would love to hear, Mel, what was the moment that you realized, if there was a moment, maybe there was a series of moments, but what was the moment that you realized you wanted to teach this work? I think the moment that I realized that I wanted to teach this work was just like, I think it was me realizing how lifted my spirit was from just letting go of the shit. It wasn't even about me um, uh, reaching orgasmic potential that was out of this world. It was just me letting go of the shit and the shame and me just coming back to like communication tools and practices, whether it was intuitively with myself or whether it was stuff with my partner and me implementing that with my life and me realizing how much more full I felt. And I was just like, fuck, like, I wish I had learned this when I was in school because I would have like made so much like better choices for myself or I would have been able to like be able to be in my womanhood a lot earlier, like without shame. And like, that's what I wanted for everyone. You know, it's like, we're not meant to live in these small, tiny boxes, or we're not meant to hide half of ourselves to the world because we think it's unworthy to be seen. Like we're meant to fully step into the spotlight and really claim who we are and feel really loved and seen as who we are. And yeah, I just, I just loved what it gifted me because it just let go of the heaviness so I could actually come back to my natural resonance. And I still have work to do with this, um, this curriculum and stuff like that. You know, I'd love to really break the glass ceiling again of how much more of an embodied woman I can be, but even just letting go of all these shackles, all these constrictions that I had in my life, it just radically changed how I felt about myself, how much I could let others see of me. And it just empowered me to feel confident um, in moving into a bigger version of myself. Hmm. I feel like I'm just making a noise every time after you speak because it's just hitting me in all the good spots. Um, I love it. Speaking of you being seen, you have become basically an Instagram nudist. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about your journey to loving loving the wholeness of your body, to loving being able to express yourself in that way and yeah, how you feel like it supports you in this work. 
have to laugh so hard at that, but it's true. I'm an Instagram and an in-person nudist. I have gone to the dark side and will never come back. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, I, yeah, how that came to fruition was like, I was stepping more into this work and I just really wanted to capture photography or for capture art that was like a reflection of how I felt on the inside as like a more liberated woman so it was December 2020 I booked in for my first nude photo shoot with a beautiful friend uh, who lives here in Sydney that I met at a women's circle how synchronistic and we just got off on like a house on fire but yeah I just I did it and prior to that I was shitting my pants because I was like how I really wanted to get my money's worth obviously so I was like you're not you can't be this contracted woman on camera like you're gonna have to start practicing this so I took myself down to the local nude beaches and although I was having like an internal anxiety attack like I was like come on we can do this we can walk around in my birthday suit and it not matter or it not offend anyone nor offend myself and it was like actually really liberating even just going down to the beach because I was like oh my god like everyone's got wiggly and jiggly bits like there are no perfect bodies but it's literally how you hold yourself that really showcases yourself it's not whether you have like six-pack abs or whether you're nipples are in alignment it's literally like the the confidence that you hold determines the sexiness that you have at least for me personally anyway so I did my nude beach expedition and I've never gone back in terms of going back to normal mainstream beaches because I'm just this alternative nudist now (laughs) um but yeah and then I had my photo shoot um and it was so beautiful like I had never ever seen myself like that and I highly recommend like if you're desiring to have a beautiful initiation into self-love with your body and um, you'd love to have a physical representation of that in terms of art like just do it man have a nude photo shoot and just see how the world sees you Like often we're so critical with ourselves in the mirror or we can only view ourselves from certain angles. But when you uh, employ an artist to capture you, like, like, I don't mean to sound full of myself, but I was like, I am so beautiful. Like I am a sensual goddess and this is amazing and you'll laugh, but I like printed like 27 of these photos and I have them all in my room. It's like a, a little cathedral of me <laughs> in my bedroom because I'm like, fuck yeah, I am a goddess and I want to be reminded of that every single day because that's an ode and an honor to my journey. Like considering how fucking repressed I felt in my teenagehood, and like I want to really honor that that view of myself has shifted and I want to celebrate that because like the camera doesn't lie like these aren't photoshopped I haven't done anything like I can see my cellulite I can see my stretch marks but now I'm just like 
fuck yeah, look at my tiger stripes. Look how they glisten and shimmer in the sun. Like it's so hearty and beautiful to be a person who accepts and loves their body because you're just at peace with yourself. And that's all you could want really to be at peace with yourself at the end of the day. There's so something to be said about what can happen in the body and in in your nervous system when you do have that sense of peace. And I love the way that you celebrate yourself. I smile every time we jump on a Zoom call and there is the Temple of Mel on the wall behind you. And I also have a lot of photos of myself on the wall here in my office near my altar. Um, So maybe it's just a bit of a vibe for us. But it is, it's really beautiful to be reminded of your essence from somebody who is so trained to capture that. I can remember the first time I ever did a nude shoot was coming out of a breakup and I was bleeding and I used to wear tampons then and I had this tampon string hanging out and the photographer was like telling me that I should suck in and and sit in these particular spaces and I was like, I think you're missing the point of my intention and so yeah I think it's really beautiful also to connect with artists who want to capture your nature rather than capturing perfection but for those male who perhaps feel the call to work with you who perhaps are curious about learning more about unpacking the next layer for them because that's the beauty of this work right is it's it's many layered like literally I'm doing this course again myself right now because my heart was calling me to it for anyone who is feeling that call now what would you recommend how can they find you what could be their next steps to joining the central essence space or even just learning more about it well first and foremost um yeah honor that there is an interest here um and yeah if you want to connect with us on Instagram we have a um, it's at essential.essence um, and you can click on our links and there'll be our links to our website where you can really have a good traipse around what's included when you join Central Essence and all the incredible value that you get um, with your 12-month like membership to this space um um but yeah and if you want to find me on instagram that's the best place i feel like we're going to connect um but i am at mel.p-a-r-t-a-n-e-n um yeah but i yeah honor that connection find us on social media but also yeah just see that when you're embodying your sensuality, when you're stepping into the true nature of your sensual essence, it's a ripple effect on your whole entire life. Okay. It's not just how you show up in the bedroom. It's not just how you meet yourself and your self-pleasure practices. Like this is a way of life and this confidence and this um, activation of your energy and this, this bigness that you're going to experience. Like this is going to allow you to have and receive more in all areas of your life. Um, yeah. Cause it, it is just like a ripple effect worth like, um, yeah. 
and I'm excited for you to journey with us. And if you are listening, um, we're going to be hosting another live call series, which is kind of where you um, do the six-week journey with us in a group with everyone else who's um, ready to rock and roll. But um, November 2021, we're going to host another round. So we'd love to have you if this is calling to your heart. Amazing. I definitely recommend following Mel on socials. She creates just such juicy shares of her life. She's really vulnerable and she makes beautiful art. And you get to see that art of her body too. And as a, of a woman who's just expressed, who's comfortable in her skin. I loved what you said earlier about your tiger stripes and how they shine and glisten. It's so stunning. And yeah. Central Essence is a beautiful place to remember who you are, to remember your heart and to bring your heart back into this part of your life that society has really stripped a lot of heart out of. So I just want to throw the mic at you one last time, Mel. If you had one message if you had one wish for people on earth right now, what would it be? That's a big question, Ellie. (laughs) What I'd wish for everyone is to be able to relate to themselves and to others with more heart. So whether that's showing more self-love and compassion to yourself and accepting the skin that you're in and, you know, really taking the time to form a beautiful relationship of communication and honor and reverence and devotion, but also extending that hardiness to your partner, to your friends and really showing up in powerful relating. Um, Yeah. And these are all things that have really been highlighted to me through doing Sensual Essence and its many courses. So yeah, that's that's what I wish for everyone. More hearts alive and connected in the world, hey? So beautiful. Thank you so much, Mel, for your time today, for hanging out, for sharing your heart, for sharing your journey with us. I know that there's so much more that we could unpack and I'm really looking forward to doing that in the future and yeah I just really appreciate your time thank you thanks Ellie thank you Genius Portal podcast listeners and I will definitely be back in the house so I look forward to chatting to you guys when that happens the party wouldn't be as much of a party at the Genius Portal without without Mel in attendance and to our listeners please like subscribe Leave a review in the place that you love listening to your podcasts and hopefully we'll see you again here soon. Oh, my love. It's the genius.